Hey guys, this is Trev. What you're about to hear is the audio from an episode that was originally recorded in video. To see the video, visit our website at InsideActingPodcast.com. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of Inside Acting. I'm AJ Meyer. And I'm Trevor Algott. And on this podcast, we interview actors, directors, managers, agents, casting directors, producers, and anyone else involved in the entertainment industry, and we bring those interviews to you. And today, uh, on today's episode, we have part two of our interview with Kyle Carvin, who's an actor, a fitness enthusiast. Um, got a nice long list of credits, and there was some really good stuff in the first part, and I know for a fact, because I did the interview, there's some really good stuff in the second part, too. So uh, make sure you guys stick around for that. But before we, uh, we jump into that, um, I want to hear about your adventures in San Francisco. Um, but before we even jump into that, I want to pose a question to our listeners, which is, what do you guys think of this new video format? Um, let us know. I mean, we're, we're making a pretty big transition from audio to video. I know that this is a completely different way to consume things. Um, you can't necessarily multitask while you're watching a video. Maybe you just put it on in the background. Um, we want to know how you guys are using this um, and if you like it um, or if you don't or, you know, whatever. So just get in touch with us, uh, insideactingpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail, leave a comment on the website. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You have no excuses uh, to not let us know what you think of this. All right. This is uh, really, Trevor, I'm really intense today. I know. I have an audition in like 10 minutes, so I've got to, I'm like kind of like on edge here. Oh, what a what a pre- what a problem to have! Yeah, it's a- I'm so good looking and so talented that I have an audition <laughs> in ten minutes. Um, yeah, yeah, Trevor and I were talking before we started recording, and we've gotten some feedback, but we would like to hear what you guys uh, what you guys think of this. Um, so, what are we talking about? What's new in What's new in your world, dude? What's new in my world? It's I'm back in. Months. I'm back in Los Angeles. Welcome back. Um, thank you very much. It's a little weird, uh, I gotta say. Um, you know, one thing about being out uh, or just being, you know in a job, in the middle, in the midst of a job, is that, you know, you're getting paid to act, and, which is awesome, you know, living the dream, and, you know, you, you, you wake up in the morning, you know where you're going to go, you know where you're going to be, you're going to go to rehearsal, and you're going to rehearse, and you're going to come home, or you're going to go to the theater, you're going to perform the show, and you're going to come home, or go out for a drink with your cast, and then come home, but, you know, regardless, you are... You're, you know where you're supposed to be, what you're going to do on a, on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, being back in L.A. and being essentially fun employed, like... <laughs> fun employed. I, I, you said it the other day. I love it. I love it. I'm stealing it. Yeah? Fun employed fun is another employed. Uh, inside acting vocab word. <laughs> so, you know, being back in L.A. and being essentially fun employed, I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing on a daily basis. And that's, mm. that's just really strange. It's been a really odd experience kind of being like, okay... Um, how am I going to pay my rent yeah. like now that I'm not being paid as an actor and you know just sort of living by your wits alone which I know we've talked about on the podcast before but I, I feel like I've just been doing that for so long and it's just you know it, the, I, think the, I think what it is is the older you get the scarier it gets mm-hmm. you know yeah. but um, <clears throat> as far as the experience itself um, it was amazing uh, TheaterWorks is a great company to work for if you ever get a chance to work for them amazing amazing company um very talented cast i mean such a great role you know being able to play great reviews um there were some you know amazing reviews um and i learned a lot about you know we get a lot of questions to the podcast about the minor markets you know we have people um writing in from atlanta and san francisco and chicago and and other places around uh the country and around the world actually of people asking us questions about like I'm in San Francisco dot 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 and 
I got to experience that for a couple of months. You know, I got to experience what was what it was like to work and operate in a minor market, and uh, I learned a lot. I learned a ton. You know, there's um, there's uh, you know a, a chunk of actors, 75, 100 actors who just work all the time in the Bay Area, and they just go from show to show, and that's all they do. They just they're equity actors that work. In, in, in all of the theaters out there mm-hmm. and they just go from show to show and that's how they make their living and they're, and they're happy with that. And, um, you know, I, I really got intrigued by that lifestyle. I'm like, man, you could just, you know, stop uh, working, uh, stop beating your head against a brick wall in the Super Bowl of acting, um, as Bonnie yeah. Gillespie calls it here in L.A., move to a minor market, work all the time, live the dream, get paid to be, to be an actor, and mm-hmm. that would be your life. Like, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so it was really interesting. If anybody has any questions about uh, San Francisco in particular, the Bay Area in particular, but just you know, questions about minor markets, I know we get a lot of. So um, I don't feel at all that I'm any kind of expert on that. Please don't uh, uh, think that that's what I'm saying here. But uh, you know, I learned, I, I learned uh, quite a bit. Uh, oh, and I want to make sure before I forget to thank the podcast listeners who came out to support the show. We had a lot yeah, of our cool guests. So humbling. So uh, Robert, Joey, Jasmine, Armando, uh, anybody else who I'm forgetting or uh, who, who came to see the show and just didn't come to say hi afterwards, um, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it meant the world to me. I was so humbled. Uh, three of those people I just mentioned were there on opening night. So to walk out and not know that they were there, um, and then get a chance to talk with them after, afterwards was incredible. So thank you so much. It, it was very humbling and um, uh, great to, to, to see you guys and get to meet you in person. That's amazing. Um, so cool. what's been going on, on with you? I mean, uh, you know, it's not like we've been out of touch. No, in totally. Uh, digital age, but... Um, I had a couple really, really solid auditions, meetings, uh, meetings that, uh, that went really well um, that I think kind of helped kick me into the next level. Um, from a craft perspective. But uh, other than that, I've just been kind of trying to take care of myself. I started swimming again, like, in earnest, yes. for real. Um, and it's been, it's, been, uh, it's been, like, the greatest thing ever to actually really commit to it. Like, before, I, I kind of would start and stop and start and stop. Yeah. And, and I've really been at it, um, you know, four or five times a week now. Um, feels really good. So Great, man. That's really the kind of big news for me, is that, like, that, that's been, it's made a huge difference in my life. Because you get to swim outside, in LA, you know, it's yeah. 72 and sunny every day. <laughs> so every day I have a mini vacation where I'm swimming outside in the middle of the day, um, nice. which is which is awesome. Soaking up yeah. that vitamin D. Yeah, and it's amazing because I really do feel the difference. Yeah, like you do feel the vitamin D in your system. Yeah, you know, this is a person who stays inside most of the time, so it, it, uh, it was really nice. Um, That's all I got. <laughs> well, the and uh, an audition in 10 minutes. The but, show, you know. uh, the show. Uh, did afford me an opportunity to, to work out, start working out on a regular basis, which was nice. So I finally started hitting yeah. the gym consistently, which is great. Um, and I actually had a couple auditions while I was up there, too. Um, I put myself on tape for them. Oh, really? One theater audition and one, one uh, television audition. Stuff that was down here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. My manager kind of convinced them to allow me to put myself on tape. So I auditioned for the La Jolla Playhouse, and I auditioned for that new ABC show, Switch to Birth, cool. um, from up there, which was, you know, I mean, we talked a little bit about putting yourself on tape, um, in previous episodes, but um, maybe we can revisit that topic yeah. in, a, in a future episode and kind of delve in more. Yeah, in I'd depth. love to hear any lessons you've learned. It's kind of, you know. Because um, that's easier said than done, I think. Yes. You think it's a really simple thing, but I think there's a whole slew of techniques. It's not, yeah. it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, it is easier said than done. Yeah. 
Cool. So should we uh, Let's jump do into it. this interview? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Good. So here's part two with uh, Kyle Carbon, mm-hmm. is that his name? Yeah. Um, and uh, of course, it's you, as you saw before, Trevor uh, sitting and chatting with him. So enjoy that. Hey guys, welcome back again here with Kyle Carvin. He's an actor and uh, a, uh, again, here I come to the title, <laughs> health guru. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. He's in great shape uh, and he's done some really cool stuff um, kind of in the health world uh, in addition to training people as well as um, even creating a, a, a book for kids to kind of help them learn how to eat yeah. properly, which I think is the coolest freaking thing in the world. So let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, we were talking during okay. the break again that you played football for a long time. That was kind of your athletic background and then... After a certain point, you were kind of unofficially training some friends, and then you. Yeah. And then during the lean times, when you first got you know into the business, you were you were actually training. You, yeah. You did yeah. Um, so I guess yeah, it started. I was always a jock growing up. Always like uh, as many sports as possible, just get them in, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, kind of towards high school, like you kind of narrow it down to a few sports. Then in college, it was I was playing football and some intramural sports. Um, but I was playing on the football team, and uh, I actually left the football team for some theater stuff, but that's, <laughs> that's another <laughs> well, topic. We don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <No>. right. <laughs> um, so I, got, I had some good football, uh, like the training program for the football team there. Um, kind of led me into really in starting to enjoy working out. I hadn't really worked out specifically like in a gym until I think my senior year in high school. I just started to get into it. Um, but college kind of introduced me to the gym and the weight room. Um, so I was there and then by the end of college it was me working out with friends constantly all the time um, and then and them asking what what I do they wanted to do what I did that kind of led to after college I started working out with some friends outside of school after work me showing them what I do um, and then it kind of it just kind of built upon that base of me working out with my friends really mm-hmm. um, and showing them, coming up with programs for them based on all sorts. Because I was a big like Men's Health, the magazine. I read that and Muscle and Fitness and all these magazines um, and incorporating that into the workouts. And so I was doing a bunch of different things that people hadn't really uh, seen, per se, in the gym because you kind of get the same schlop over and over yeah, again. Yeah, squats, I mean? curls, bench yeah, presses. You do. Yeah, yeah, you get the, the basics. And, yeah. and then they see something cool and it's like, oh, I want to try that. Um, Do it on a stability ball. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah try right. this, try this. Yeah. Um, so then, it, so then it's like um, when I first got to LA, I started a boot camp class. It's called Awesome Hour Fitness. It's actually there's a website, awesomehourfitness.com. Sweet. Um, cool. And I was doing that for uh, the first year and a half or so. Yeah, just like six months ago. About um, I put it on hiatus. I just been busy with a lot of acting stuff. Um, it's a bad reason, dude. Yeah, it's just I know. Cop out. I don't no. care about this. <laughs> you're either um, committed or you're not. Yeah, right. No. So, um, but it was really cool. It was in Griffith Park, um, just working with people. Like we, we kind of talked about it. a lot of people. Um, now with like the the, uh, the P90X series that's come out and the Insanity workouts and there's all these home workouts that you can do now. Um, and then there's boot camps where you're in a, a class and you're with people that support you and are maybe more around your level, so you don't get intimidated going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this stuff has really become popular, and my class was was decent. Um, I had a couple people that would come all the time every day, and then some people would come every now and again. Um, 
I tried, I tried to praise myself for being like the cheapest in class or the cheapest in town. Um, I don't know if I was, but it was, it was 10 bucks a class. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then for like unlimited monthly packages, 125 bucks. Um, so I got a lot of those because that, that was pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, I got people coming to the boot camp class and now it's now, now, right now, because it's busy with acting stuff, I'm just doing workouts in the gym with some friends. Cool. Yeah. So why, why, and I'm always curious to hear people's answer for this because I know why, what it is for me, but why do you, what, what's the motivation to, to work out and stay in shape? And yeah. Um, I, I mean, think there's a lot of motivations. Um, I spent, like for myself personally, it's, uh, it's always just been an active lifestyle for myself. Um, so it's, and it, I think, you know, most people's motivation is they want to look good. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that's, they want to. They want to lose. That. They want yeah. right. No, of course not. They want to lose this. They want to mm-hmm. lose this. <laughs> you know, they want to lose all these little trouble spots. Um, I think that's like the number one thing. Um, but I think what I try to focus on now is just the health aspect of it. Um, even more so, the look will just happen. Like you'll look good if you just do it. Like mm-hmm. don't worry about that because that'll just come if you if you're doing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, but the health benefits of it, like not just for now, but 50 years from now, 40 years from now, um, especially with, you know, the, the obesity rates and everything. Um, I really start to notice, I, I don't know if I notice like the three out of four or two out of three, whatever it is now. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, as a general population, I guess I can see it. Um, and it's, and it, it's preventable. It really is. And it's, once you get to you know once you're once you're maybe in the state of obesity or you know you're bigger it's tough it really is i can i can only imagine how tough it is to because working out's tough in the first place and then when you're never done anything at all and you try to go about it and you see how hard it is it's like do you really want to do this and i totally understand that with 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 the mentality of this is way too hard and i have to lose a hundred pounds mm-hmm. by doing this, you're nuts. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So yeah. I get the mentality, but it gets easier. It really does. It gets easier. And even the benefits of a workout or two, you really feel it. Like you feel it in, even emotionally, you feel it physically. Um, you just feel better almost immediately. You really, really do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and the more you do it, the more you work out, the the better you feel, the more of a routine it becomes in your life. Then it's even. Then it's just a matter of sticking to it, and and you'll want to stick to it. You will just naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you just get in, just the starting point is the hardest. I mean, that's a law of physics, I guess. Right? <laughs> the starting point is the friction point. Is right, the hardest, right, right. Yeah. So like, there's a saying that that uh, abs are made in the kitchen. Um, yeah. You know, like eighty percent of the battle in in you know, maintaining your, yourself is, is your diet. For sure. So what do you, what do you do to kind of, what are, what are some guidelines that you stick to? Um, well, I'd say, um, I'd say, so it, it's definitely common sense. I, I would say it can be common sense. It's simple as common sense, um, to know what to eat and what not to eat. So McDonald's bad. McDonald's bad. <laughs> yes, probably good. Right. <laughs> yes, right. Um, there's, um, kind of what we were saying there's just there's just so many um nutritional facts out there and they're presented by health professionals 
people like myself who aren't necessarily a health professional um, mm-hmm. and, or somebody's mom saying whatever. Right. Eat a grapefruit yeah. to cure that zit or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So there's just so many things that are out there, and it is. It's, it's confusing. Um, but I think it really, at, in one way, it's not as simple, but for simplicity purposes of this conversation, I think it's, it's good. It's just common sense what you should eat versus shouldn't eat. Um, and I think it really bo- can boil down to something as simple as of an idea like that. Um, of course, we can go on tangents right, about right. this forever. Yeah, well, that's, uh, a, that's a good point, though, because yeah. I think we all do, I think we all, we all know, yeah. you know, what the right food choices are. Right. But for some reason, we sabotage ourselves. Yeah, And we yeah. go and we eat a whole pizza or a whole plate of nachos or whatever, right. and we're like, we, we, we trick ourselves into thinking that that's not that bad. Right. You know, or, For sure. or we'll do it, we'll eat better next time. You know, we'll, or, we'll start Monday. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. It's <laughs> right? the weekend, you know, so, yeah. um, I mean, I struggle with that. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you do too. So oh, what, yeah. what do you, how do you kind of get around that? Sure. Um, I've heard, you know, a lot of people kind of do things like they'll have a cheat day, they'll eat good for six days a week, or they'll eat good for five days a week, and they'll have oh, the weekend to, to get their pizza and their Burger King, whatever. Um, which is an interesting method, and I don't think uh, there's anything wrong with that per se if it works for you. Um, but I think, uh, I mean, I definitely have my bouts where I want pizza or whatever, um, and I do. But I think the thing is if you eat majority of your meals just um, kind of around uh, nutrition and have nutrition in mind, and, and you kind of uh, keep it, so you have the pizzas and everything to a, to a minimum, maybe one, two meals a week or something, something like that. Um, it, it's not as hard as people think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some people will argue that it's, it's a bland diet if you, you go and eat vegetables and, and everything all the time, but it's, it's not. Um, even yeah. if you add simple things like seasonings, salt, some pepper. Um, Lori's seasoned salt has saved many a meal for oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. And I, actually, I got into this... Um, I went to Home Depot. I bought these little, like I bought thyme, rosemary, uh, basil. I brought some and just sit them in the windowsill. And I do a lot of basic, throw some vegetables in a pan, put a little bit of olive oil in it type of diet, um, maybe some like chicken, chicken or fish. And then I add just these little sprigs of thyme or rosemary or whatever herbs you like, just putting it in there and it tastes better than anything you can go out and buy or even if you go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and you have some fancy chef cook you this awesome looking and tasting meal like it's it's amazing what just a few little spices really does to the meal and i would have never if i didn't try it like you you just don't know but it's really can be that simple yeah it makes such an unbelievable taste difference yeah yeah that's cool i, I think especially from like an athletic point of view mm-hmm. and probably from an artist point of view too i mean I, I think the shift for me personally came when i stopped viewing food as a, as a pleasure thing sure and i started viewing it as fuel mm-hmm. um athletically of course if you eat good stuff you're going to perform better yeah um but artistically you know eating you know a pizza you, you're not going to be at the top of your game mentally spiritually right. you know physically as if you were to eat something you know a little bit more healthy so i mean i feel mm-hmm. like that that subtle shift of like let's move away from like the, oh, this is going to taste so good and I'm going to feel so great and it's salty and crunchy and blah, 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 blah. Right. And then move into like, this is going to make me feel great about myself mm-hmm. and it's going to give me the focus and the energy I need to kind of sure. push through whatever this goal I have is sure. or, this, or this thing. So That's, um, it's kind of off topic, but 
you reminded me of this uh, this thing of like with diets. Everybody tries diets all the time, and there's mm-hmm. 57 different types of ketchup and diet. <laughs> I was going to say, man, I was going to jump on that, but you yeah. got it. Right. Um, and you know, diets are all diets could work. Everybody knows everybody who's tried a different kind of diet, and it's worked for them. They've lost lost pounds, they've lost inches. Um, but the thing is, with diets, um, pick a popular one like... Paleo, maybe? Or? What's that one? I'm not sure what that Paleo, one is. Paleo, I think it's mostly meat, and you go oh, easy okay. on grains okay. and stuff. Is that like similar to Atkins, I guess? Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah. don't, I, haven't, I haven't looked at it. But it's, it's like the caveman diet. It's like, if you were okay. a caveman, what would you eat? Okay. You'd eat so a piece of steak. We, let's talk about that one. Yeah. Um, what happens is, if you go... Say most diets are designed around something like that, where you eat a lot of meat. Um, and they'll have a reason why uh, you get what you get, your proteins, a lot of vitamins, minerals, or something. I'm guessing that's something. Sure, yeah, right? probably. And they're, they're all designed for different things. There's, a, there's stupid ones like the lemonade diet, which is like mm-hmm. a cleansing diet. You have lemonade for all your meals or something crazy for a day or two days, something stupid. And there's a bunch of things like that. Um, and what happens is when you starve your body... Uh, when you go on a diet like this and you starve your body of it, your body basically you know you got your recommended vitamins minerals your protein your fiber um, certain amount of calories you're supposed to eat in a day like there's all these certain minimums your body should have and maybe certain maximums depending um, and what happens if your body doesn't get what it needs to to run from your food to 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 uh, your, your organs um, you know your whatever your lifestyle is. If your body doesn't get what it needs to to have you live the life that you're you're doing, it's going to take it from your organs. It's going to take it from your bones. It's going to find the minerals that are the vitamins that you're missing within your body because it needs it. It's going to take it regardless. Mm-hmm. Your body needs it to 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 run. So it eats itself basically. So it starts to eat yeah. itself, and you know, twenty thirty years of of doing this to yourself. And not getting what you need, the nutrients from your food, and your body's eating itself. That's, I mean, it's a, it's a theory, and maybe, I don't know if it's proven, but it's just kind of a personal thing, too. If you do this for long enough, I think, like, that's where disease starts. That's where all these things, uh, you know, originate from. It's just constant not giving your body what it needs, mm-hmm. and your body taking it from your bones, your, your liver, mm-hmm. your heart, whatever, the muscle tissue, and and like, cells start to mutate. Yeah, to, you know, because they're just yeah, yeah. So it's just like all these diets. What happens is you you focus on certain foods in these diets or keeping certain foods out. But the foods that you're not eating that provide the nutrients that your body's now not getting is now your body's eating itself. And sure, you may be eating a thousand less calories or losing you know 15 pounds and six inches around your waist but it's not a healthy weight loss it's Mm -hmm. really really Mm -hmm. not um and everybody knows like the term skinny fat i think at this point yeah but it's like there's some people that are just genetically really skinny um but that you know it's not it's definitely not a sign of of health um and skinny fats like skinny people with just like with loose skin still Mm they're just skinny um I think they've actually shown that they do have an excess amount of fat around their organs. Right, It's sure. just the way their body stores it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's actually more dangerous for them because they don't have the outward indicators. There's no of, indicators, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like there's a healthy way to lose weight and then there's 
the dieting way. Mm-hmm. And it really has to be a, a lifestyle, if you will. You've probably heard a million people say it has to become a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it, it really does. It just has to be something you, you practice day in, day out. Um, and it's and if you're doing it all the time, you're not you're not sacrificing anything. And in fact, you enjoy mm-hmm. it. And I think a lot of people think they have to sacrifice all the foods that they they would go out to get um, fast food or a restaurant. They think they have to just get rid of that completely. Yeah. And it's not about getting rid of it completely. It's just limiting. Right. Limiting right. the amounts. You know. Yeah. And if you're if you're a healthy eater, you know when you go to places like a, a restaurant or a Burger King or whatever, we keep saying the same. I know. Fast food joints. Taco over Bell. There we. I said wonder it. what my favorite is. Huh? <laughs> Burger yeah, King. Right. <laughs> keep saying the same thing. Um, so it's like you start to make healthier decisions at these places anyway, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's like if you're already doing it, you're gonna keep doing it just by your nature. So right, you know, it's just getting in the habit at first, and then you still enjoy that same nutritional process wherever you are. Cool. Even if it's at a restaurant, or even if it's at Burger King, <laughs> <laughs> right. right? Which we're going to uh, next, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right. <No. laughs> cool. All right, yeah. right on. So it's it's really about moderation and yeah. um, just kind of just using common sense, you know? Yeah, like for sure. McDonald's bad, broccoli good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, do you feel like this career path, this industry, this goal, whatever you want to call it, um, acting, entertainment, chose you, or do you feel like you chose it? I know that's a little meta, but... Um, It's interesting. It is a deep question. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I chose it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some... I feel like saying that some people might say... um, The lack... Oh, maybe the the passion is lacking there. Um, And uh, I feel like I chose it because... I'll tell you why... is I feel like there's so many things that I'm interested in doing. And if I stepped away from acting, I definitely would feel there's, there's a hole. Um, like you said, there, there would always be something missing if I stepped away from this and, and went to do one of these other things that I feel passionate about. Um, and I'll give you an example, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, and as silly as it might sound, I, uh, I feel... Really strongly, I, I'm a paranormal investigator. Uh, really? On the, as, it's like my favorite hobby. Wait, guys. really? Yeah. That's <laughs> really, awesome. Yeah. How did we not know that? I don't know. That is cool. You're a ghost so, hunter. Yeah, right, right. That's really cool, man. So that's like one of my biggest hobbies. Because um, that's stuff you, I mean, that's a, it's a whole other conversation, really. But you, you, unless you like make a TV show or something, you're, you can't, it's not something you go out and charge for type of deal. Right. We'll leave that, that basics of it. Um, but if I could go something else like ghost hunting or I'm really like a huge advocate for the environment. Um, and I've always wanted to kind of open a recycling center. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> and um, a recycling center specifically, bring all your recyclables to me. So I'd say that would be like a big passion of mine if... if uh, if I had a little more, I don't know what you want to call it, humanity in me or something, mm-hmm. or had my priorities straight, I probably <laughs> should be doing that instead of this acting thing. Right. Um, well, we were saying earlier, though, you can you can kind of, we, we're fortunate enough to live in a time now where we can create our own content. So you can yeah. kind of give voice to these sure, other right, passions right, right. through through. And that's acting. what I totally yeah. hope to do and want to do. Um, so, you know, hopefully 
in the near future I can get going on that stuff. But definitely cool. like that. If if you get some uh, get some, I guess notoriety, even it even helps your cause a little more. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, back to uh, I guess if I chose acting or it chose me, I think I chose it. But in the scheme of in the scheme of the world or fate, mm-hmm. maybe it chose me for what will happen down the line. Wow. You know right what I mean? on. Cool. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you for being here. This is really cool to, oh, uh, awesome, man. to chat with you. If Definitely. people want to find you online uh, or learn more about you, where can they go? They, uh, well, I have a website. It's just kylecarvin.com. My name is spelled different. Yeah. Uh, Kyle is spelled C-U-Y-L-E. Cool. We'll have that uh, thing on the website on the little graphic. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's kylecarvin.com is my website. I'm not sure if my personal information is on there. But otherwise, I have, a, I have Facebook, and I'm, like I said, the Twitter is new. Mm-hmm. The Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter. That's how new you are. <laughs> that's right. It's okay, man. We'll edit that part. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on all of those things. So. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Well, thanks again for being here, man. It's oh, very, so very much. cool. Awesome. Um, and we'll see you guys on the other side. So welcome back, guys. Hope you dug part two of our interview with Kyle Carvin. Really cool guy. Really knowledgeable about um, about you know the fitness thing, and he's definitely done a lot of work, and he's kind of made it happen for himself. Nobody gave that to him, and that's one of the reasons we were really excited to talk to him. Yeah, I love how humble he was about like I didn't know what I was doing when yeah. I started out, you know. And it's, that kind of transparency is so important, I think, in this industry where a lot of people want to kind of put on airs and fake things and kind of be like, oh, I know what I'm doing. You know, try the Mark Gant approach. Where so how would how would you put up those curtains? You know, like like I, I just I think it's very important to to do that because you put yourself in the in the person's position who's like the executive organizer producer guy, right? At one point, everybody was where you are right now, or where I am right now. Um, so if I was there, I'd want to help out the person that was kind of figuring things out. And I, I like to think that most people are. Decent that way. Yeah. You got a few assholes, but most people are decent that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it speaks to the um, need for uh, sort of business acumen or, or entrepreneurship from, from, from actors. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we have to have that. We have to have that sort of sensibility. And um, Kyle's a great example of that. So, Totes and cool goats. Cool. So you got a pick of the week? I do. And I do indeed. Um, so uh, picks of the week. So my pick of the week is... Kind of, I guess it's a video um, at its at its core. We're going to put the link to uh, the video and the associated article up on the website, so you can check in the show notes for this show. But it's a video of um, John Cleese, of all people, giving uh, a lecture, uh, what amounts to essentially a TED talk, um, and he's talking about creativity. And um, the quote on the website says, uh, "He says creativity is not a talent; it's a way of operating." And it's really, really fascinating because he kind of breaks down um, five steps to being creative. And you think, like, well, how can there be steps to being creative? Because everybody talks about, like, oh, I have this creative muse and it just sort of comes to me and blah, blah, blah. Um, but he, he, he breaks it down into uh, space, time, a different kind of time, confidence, and humor. And I'll let you guys check out the website um, to kind of see what what he means by those things. Um, but there's a, a short clip where he breaks down those five steps, and then there's the longer speech, which I think is only like 25, 30 minutes total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like 
Uh, yeah, something like that. And it's just so, so good. Because first of all, John Cleese is just so naturally funny. He's not really trying to be funny in this video, and it's hysterical. Um, and he he's just so he's got such brilliant tips for being creative and i think it's great for anybody out there who watches our show who's a writer um an actor or any kind of uh you know creative uh, uh person um or even if you're not a creative person and you want to give yourself the time and the space um and the confidence to be a creative person um check out this video and uh leave some comments in the show notes uh and let us know what you think a couple of big aha moments from that video for me were a a the time and the space like you've got to give yourself the time and literally space alone mm-hmm. to to be creative and the second thing he said and a like space that you're not necessarily um used to you're not always in i got right, an, right. i got an email um from samovar uh, the tea lounge that sponsored the podcast for a while because um, I'm on their mailing list. And it was right around the time that this video, that I caught this video mm-hmm. or found this video. And it was so interesting because they talked about that, that email talked about finding that space yeah. that's not your space. It's somewhere else. It's somewhere you're not necessarily used to because then you get out of your own distractions. Because if the space that you give yourself is your bedroom or your living room, you're going to be like, oh, I got to go do the laundry. Right. Or and you associate that with sleeping, with hanging out, with doing work. Like, there's all these things you associate it with. Right. So if like, I went to Starbucks the other day, just a Starbucks I'd never been to, and just like sat down and did some work. And it was, I was so productive because it was a new place, it's, which is kind of counterintuitive. You know, yeah. but another thing I like is that he said, "I don't know where, where creativity happens necessarily, but I know where it doesn't happen, and that's on your laptop or something like something like that." I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but the idea is that like when you have your computer open in front of you, you're so used to doing the same kind of like, "Oh, let me just check Facebook, let me do this, or let me do that," you know. And a lot of times, all it's taken to kind of kickstart thing is just close the laptop, get out a piece of paper and a pen, and just let your mind work for a half hour. Right. You know, set a timer and just give yourself 30 minutes and like doodle or write a list or an outline or wh- whatever it is. And then go to your laptop with a kind of a plan of attack. I think that's a lot more productive, you know. Yeah, and effective. Absolutely. Effective. Yeah. So check out that video and let us know what you guys think. Uh, what's your pick of the week? Short and sweet, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Never read it before. Read it a week or two ago. Loved it. Floored. Unbelievable. Um, if you haven't read it, check it out. It's now I know why everybody talks about it being such a classic. You'd never read it? No, like, I, like, so I'm, cool. like I'm trying to go back and read all these books that I never read in high school or yeah. when I was supposed to. So, yeah, um, yeah, so so good, man, so good. I'm gonna read it again. I don't read books twice, but I'm gonna read that book again. Nice. That and The Great Gatsby are two books. Where I was like, you know, <laughs> so, mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, excellent. Cool. Some classics. Indeed. Um, is All right. this from my agent? Is it no. from your agent? No. No, it's not. Okay, so Trevor has to get out of here, which <sighs> means we got to wrap things up. Um, anything else you want to add to this? That's all I got. If you guys uh, let us know what you think, and if you like the podcast, what we're doing, don't be afraid to donate, because uh, this yes. does cost uh, a lot of time and money, and we'd love some help. <laughs> so inside <laughs> acting, get something out of it. InsideActingPodcast.com, on the right-hand side of the... Uh, a page you'll uh, find a donate button there you can donate in one lump sum or on a recurring basis as a subscriber um, and a big thank you to all the sub- subscribers that we have out there um, you are literally what is keeping this thing going right now so uh, for episode 70 until episode 71 in the near future I'm Trevor Elgott I'm AJ Meyer we'll see you next time and in the meantime find your space it's good Find your space.